Welcome back to Shy with a Cup of Coffee, the most relatable podcast out there. Excuse my laughter. Um, I just thought of something that I had to share with Anthony because (laughs) I didn't tell him. So, Anthony, you know at work the other day, like, um, we got some IHOP. Yes. And there was no silverware. Right. Well, there was silverware. Where was it? It was one. It was in the bag. Before you came up to us to get your food, I told you to (laughs) to hide it from you. And have you go find some more silverware. So what you're telling me is I could have eaten my... I almost ate the omelet with my hands. <laughs> well, we had pancakes. Okay, but that's so messed up. <laughs> but you found some and you brought another one because I we asked you to. Did you so feel we, bad afterwards? <laughs> no, but I thought I was like, I should probably tell Anthony this story. <laughs> um, Are you mad? No, I'm upset. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna have to get back at her tomorrow. Was this your idea or her idea? Um, well, she executed it because like, she was close to said, the bag. But who said, "Hey, let's do this <laughs> prank on Anthony"? It wasn't really a prank. It was more along the lines of, "Let's keep our silverware." <laughs> but who and said it Pogo first? Gets... That was definitely me. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was mad at you IHOP. Told, you told Otto this story. That's yes. so funny. It bothered you that much? Oh, this well, is no, great. the whole the whole day bothered me. Like starting with really, yeah, like. But at where'd the you find them? Where'd you find? Because you brought two bags, so we both had one. Um, we all three had silverware. I didn't, obviously. No, I, I think I asked. I asked someone. No, yeah, I went to the office and they said no, and then I asked someone else. Like, oh, we have no Jason. Jason has a couple more. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, thank you for being a great friend, a trustworthy <laughs> friend. I had, I like Genevieve. I was like, I'll have to tell Anthony on the podcast because I think it would be funny to get this reaction. Oh, real funny, ha! I ha, feel like there was something else ha. we did too. I can't remember. Well, guess what? Now you're the mailman. Now we're gonna get back at Genevieve tomorrow. What are we gonna do? I don't know yet, but I'll let you know when the time comes. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. But at least no one ate with their hands. Yeah. Anyways, I had to tell that story. Um, yeah. So, uh, what's our topic today? Yes, today we are talking about success. What success means to us. What it means to others. And how we can improve our lives to reach our goal of becoming successful so first i think we should start with what's the the uh, definition of successful or success and here on the webster's 1913 dictionary it says that which meets with or one who accomplishes favorable results as a play or a player so gabby what's your how would you define success in your life like would you say at your age right now you're successful I'm successful at being me. <laughs> Sorry. You're just full of jokes today, aren't you? Um, I'm not quite where I want to be, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, I think there's more for me to strive. Um, I think there's always more for everyone to, sh- to like, strive in the sense of uh, learning 
and moving forward with things. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm as success as successful as I successful as I want to be mm-hmm. currently. I think I'm in the right direction, so I'm taking those steps and hitting like the mini goals per se, like in my life. Um, like getting into grad school is a mini goal for me, and so I accomplished that. So I think I'm successful in that that side. But overall, I don't think I've gotten where I want to be. Okay. Um per se but i think like having some sort of successfulness happened um is the right direction in accomplishing your main goal because i think it's all about goals right yeah in the sense of like setting goals and achieving those goals and that's how you determine successfulness in your life maybe um i think a lot of times we compare ourselves to others Mm -hmm. which is detrimental in ways um, we're human so it happens it, it, yeah it's normal um for us to compare ourselves but if we tried not to compare ourselves because i've fallen into that trap to compare myself oh i didn't get into this but someone else got into it yeah. does that make me not smart enough to be doing what they're doing mm-hmm. no not necessarily you know um maybe i didn't do the steps that other person did to get where they are and i haven't hit those steps yet um but I also think everyone's story is different. Everyone's story to get to maybe the same spots are going to be different. Like some person could be taking steps this way and end up here, or and then another person taking steps to the left and ending up the same spot. Um, so basically, there's not like one, one like one straight path to success. Mm, everyone's no, I don't think so. Journey's going to be different. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Um, and I think that's what makes it unique. The, the journey, the pain, uh, the victory kind of sort of thing. And that applies to almost everything in life, um, jobs, um, sports, mm-hmm. um, relationships in certain ways, depending on where you are in a relationship with someone or, uh, you know, et cetera. I think there's steps um, and goals, and I don't think it should completely – define um what success is for you versus another person gotcha. so at one point in your life or like what event has to happen for you to be like ah i made it or like hi ah, like i did it um that's a good question so i think it depends on what you're trying to achieve like what your ultimate goal is i think I have multiple ultimate goals in my life that I want to achieve, obviously, in this lifetime. Right. Um, I mean, I guess if I go into those, that would be kind of answering the question, right? Yeah. So let's say um, I do want to be married at one point, and I do want to live with that person forever. Like, I want to die being married to that person. That's mm-hmm. an ultimate goal for me. Um, and, and having a... F- I think I actually want to have a family. <laughs> This it goes back and forth through my mind. Um, Worst case scenario, just flip a coin. <laughs> I think I do want kids. I just I'm not ready currently for them, so I think that's why I'm like Ugh, I don't. Know. Right. Um. So I think I do want a family and and to share that joy with up with them and such. I think. Um. Like progressing through my career, like what I want to do and and be and feel like I have a purpose in this world. 
um, is also something uh, that would say would be an ultimate goal for me. But I don't think we can just stop at that ultimate goal. I think we still have to work on stuff to keep that ultimate goal flowing. Right. And I also think um, it also limits us in a way. I know that's kind of hypocritical, but um, I think having an ultimate goal, hitting it and be like, yes, I think then um, you have to decide um, how am I going to keep working and staying with this goal? Or, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, I hit this goal. Okay, what's next? Um, And I also think it relates to happiness. I think if you're you could still have these goals and then they change over time mm-hmm. um, de- depending on like, you know, your journey and such. Um, but I also think having that ultimate goal in my life, I think is to just be happy with everything that I've done and accomplished um, in, in present uh, spreading uh, that positivity to people, I think is something that I would say, okay, I made it, but I don't think I can ever like say, um, okay, I'm done. Like, after I hit that goal. I think it just continues. Like, I think you just work on it and work on it and think of different ideas. It's like um, creativity. It's, you, you know, think of different ways to move around that goal and, and continue working with that goal after you've accomplished it. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Does that no, make no, sense? No, I, I definitely understand. However, <coughs> I must say you have a lot to work on with the spreading happiness because I'll tell you this now, if you steal someone else's uh, silverware or utensils, they'll never be happy. Because right now I'm pretty upset just thinking about it. Like I'm listening to you answer the question, but I'm not really hearing you. Oh my god! Like I'm trying to tune you out right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anthony. I apologize. Apology accepted, Thanks. I guess. At least I told you. I honestly wanted to tell you straight up earlier, and I was like, wait, I need, I think this is podcast material. You guys are probably laughing as, as I was walking away. We were. We if, were. I'm picturing in my head right now. Uh, yeah. Um, listen, not everyone's happy with everything. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. As long as you're happy. That's all that matters. Uh, don't be selfish, though. Also. That was a little selfish of me. I was very, being selfish. Very. I was hangry. My anger hanger was taking over. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Um, now, how would you answer those questions? Um. Okay. <coughs> so, I have a lot of different ways I define success. So, back in high school, I read this uh, book by Malcolm Gladwell called Outliers. In the second chapter, he talks about the 10,000-hour rule, which I don't know if you heard of it. Mm -mm. He uh, talks about how... Well, first and foremost, the whole book's about various uh, people like Ben Carson, uh, Steve Jobs, and like other people, how they became successful, how they stood as outliers. They were different from everyone else. Yeah. Um I think that's what makes people Yeah. successful in those degrees. Yeah. So he talks about the ten thousand hour rule, which is if you do something for ten thousand hours, you're basically a master at it. You're like the best at it. And when I was reading that book, I was like still learning how to play guitar. And 
for me to be successful successful at the guitar, I was like, all right, so all I have to do is just play guitar for 10,000 hours, and I'll be good. I'm already halfway there because I started when I was 14. It was like, what, four years later, so like 522, I will be the best. I'll be a success as a musician. And so I was playing with my church band at the time, and I I love them with all my heart, but like we would play the same songs over and over, so I wasn't getting any better. And so at that point, I realized I need to push myself. I need to do something different. I can't just be a guitar player. I need to be able to teach someone guitar. I need to be able to share my talent or wisdom with someone else. Mm-hmm. And I consider that just like going to XGR to be successful. So um, not only do you have to do like something for a long time, but you have to keep pushing yourself. Like you, you have a limit. You yeah. just got to keep going it's, over it's it. It's a whole concept of once I hit this goal, okay, now what else do I do in order to make myself better right. at whatever it is? Um, so that's how, one way I do it. But like I have a... I have a one goal and once I hit that goal I just want to be like I'm done like I don't have to do anything else like with uh with Thanos like when he uh took out half the world he's like I could finally rest and I feel like at this point I could say I could finally rest so for those who don't know I want to go to med school and I want to specialize in spinal surgery uh minim- minimally invasive spinal surgery and artificial disc replacement and so you know a lot of people get into car accidents and they might break something their back or their spines completely shattered and I want to figure out a way to do some sort of spinal cord transplant which obviously sounds really invasive because it is but I feel like there's a way to there could be a way to like to take out the bone and like maybe 3D print um like a piece of a vertebrae and just put it right back in. Mm-hmm. Cause my friend he had he had a bone cancer in his ribs and uh we ended up raising money for him to get the surgery and they uh 3D printed a whole set of ribs and he got that done and he's fine now. I think the problem with spinal cord or is your spine, uh, the bones, yeah, uh, the vertebrae. Sorry, oh my gosh, I couldn't think of it. Vertebrae would be all the blood supply coming through there. Ribs, you're not really having a lot of blood supply. Yeah, but the the I like the thought. Um, that would, I'm sure that would help a lot of people. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Interrupt. Um, no, you're sorry. Good. My uh, biology degree got the best. <laughs> my nerdness. Your nerdness. Yeah. Um. Another thing for success. Um. My dad has a weird, not weird, excuse me. That was the wrong word, weird. It is weird. But he has a unique uh, form of arthritis called dish. And all of his bones and his left foot are fused together. So, like, you know, you're supposed to, like, dorsal flex and plantar flex your foot. It, mm-hmm. he, can't, he can't do all that. So he, like, in all of his shoes, he has, like, a, it's like those rocking shoes as an arch when he mm-hmm. walked. So I'm going to figure out a way to break all the bone without having the bone grow back because not only does he have the arthritis, but because of this uh, disorder, his body produces too much calcium. So that's why there's so much bone there. And then his 
elbows fused together, so he can't do this. It's just stuck like that. Is it on the same side as his foot, or is it opposite? I think or... it's opposite side. I just think it's interesting how the body, like, um, what's the word? Not, um, oh gosh, Accom- not accommodates, but like when you have like something in your foot, sometimes you have pain like in your knee mm-hmm. or in your hip or in your back, and it's all because of your foot. So it's interesting how you, um, or you, I guess, as a person, sometimes accommodate for stuff like that. Sorry, just oh. the random thought. Um, no, that'd be cool if you could figure that out. Yeah, but you know, I have another like forty years of school, so <laughs> I'm not gonna worry about it till the time comes. What else? Uh, but once you're done with that, are you gonna be? Like, if you were to do that and, and be done, like, you hit that goal, like, able to do that. I um, retire on the spot. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I drop the scalpel and be like, yep, this is it. <laughs> I, I'd write a paper about it. I was about to say, you have to teach someone. You can't be the only one to be able to do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd retire as a surgeon. I'd write a paper, get that published, and just set my findings at school. Like, <laughs> at different schools. Just be a keynote speaker. I was about to say, you'd be a speaker and, and talk about it. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I mean. You hit the goal, but you're also still working with that same goal. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not. You're not doing that same thing, but you're you're teaching. And yeah. I think teaching is also a big part of um, just successfulness. It's like teaching others about your success or your project that you made your goal and you accomplished and showing people here, I accomplished this here. I want you to know how to do this too. Or, or give, you know, ideas. It gives people creative ideas to do other things that we didn't think maybe was possible. Yeah. At the same time, I don't think I'd be a good teacher since I have no patience. Maybe it will come with age. It's, I don't think it has because <laughs> I tried teaching my sister guitar. Oh, excuse me. I tried uh, teaching my sister guitar when we were younger. I think I was like 16. She was whatever age she was. And she couldn't get it right the first time. I'm like, oh, you're so stupid. This is how you do it. Yeah, but you were younger. And so was she. Yeah, but... Do you think it would be different now? No. No, I've, I've called the guests dumb straight to their face. <clears throat> so... It's just not that hard All to right. break. So you're you're going to have terrible bedside manner? <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm, I have great bedside manners, but it's just... You're telling guests like they're stupid. Well, that's... I mean, they are, but you can't tell them you're, they're stupid. <laughs> You're not wrong, but you, you're not supposed to say that out loud. Therefore, how is your bedside manner going to be different? My bedside manner is amazing. Okay. It's just... <laughs> Look. Hey, I some, believe some people, you. I some just... people break the ice. I gotta. <laughs> I just got to melt it. <laughs> just got to get out the way. Like, hey, this is how you do it. Not like this. And a word slipped out. That word was stupid. Were they shocked or they just... Yeah, they were like... <gasps> and then I did a Kanye shrug like, sorry. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> well, in my defense, they gave me attitude. Oh, okay. So... Okay, okay. A lot of, you know... Fight fire with fire. Well, it's not exactly the best strategy, but okay, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any people You're supposed your... to kill for kindness. Just... <laughs> With them, kill them with kindness. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, sorry. You got turned the other cheek, and I turn, turn it. <laughs> left turn, hook, turn or slap the nose. Do you have any P 
people in your life that you look up to, friends, family, or famous people that you consider successful, successful, and you try to, like, I'm not saying all the way, but, like, kind of walk in their shoes, like, walk their path? In regards to, like, career-wise, or? Yeah. No. (laughs) Career-wise, um, I wouldn't say career-wise I have, like, anyone that I per se, per se, um, look, look up to, um, cause I'm still trying to kind of figure that all out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I have like what I think I want to do, but I don't actually, it hasn't come together yet. So I'm still, I'm still waiting for, um, help from God to show me the correct direction. I'm, I'm trying all different things just to see, yeah. but I, I wouldn't say I have anyone that I would look up to. I have, um, and career wise, um, like my life, you know, I've looked up to some of my cousins. Um, a lot of them played sports, so in that regard, I looked up to them um, and played with them. Uh, some of the neighbor boys I played with, I looked up to them, but I'd also want to try to beat them yeah. because of my competitiveness. Yeah. Um, but I learned a lot from playing with older people, um, boys, girls, it didn't matter um, when I was younger. As I got older, I'm like, ugh people taking this way too serious <laughs> <laughs> but um uh i would say like cousins um some of the neighbor boys i played sports with in regards to sports um probably my dad with sports as well um he, he would always play with me um as a kid a person that actually i do look up to a lot <laughs> is lauren daigle <laughs> of course <laughs> i did think about that yeah um she's She's um, made me read the Bible more and be more faithful, like more into my faith. I I still don't mainly, I don't go to church as much as I should. Um, But I also think um, that church isn't always necessary per se. I think um, a church can be anywhere. Like you could have church here in the kitchen if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. It's just a gathering of people sharing you can have like just like Bible study, I think, is also like is a way of prayer and and stuff like that. Not that I always do that. I'm very um, introverted, and in that regard, um, I like to uh, um, talk to myself, talk to myself, talk to God <laughs> by myself, <laughs> um, alone, you know, alone and stuff. So, right. um, I, I I do certain things like I'll read. Um, the quote of the day from the Bible every every morning for the most part, and um, uh, I always thank God at night. So um, she's made me um, do more of those things now as I've gotten older, um, and, and just really put me into my faith and and what I believe and in trying to be like her in a sense of like her kindness and um, her ability to listen to everyone. Um, and feel really in tuned. So like I had a conversation with her and it was kind of overwhelming in a way, um, because she was so there, like she, the eye contact was there. She actually cared. You could tell, like I could feel she actually cared what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And it was a little overwhelming cause I've never had like that amount of, um, attention, attention come right back at me. Like someone was actually listening to me. Um, it, it was kind of weird. Um, like I said, it was a little overwhelming. I was, I was stuttering everywhere. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, but I would say, yeah, I, I would look up to her a lot. Um, 
as a role model and and she just looks like she's always having fun I know it's you know media too um I know she's gone through things I've listened to her pot some of her podcasts <clears throat> and um it's just like she's so human and authentic it and but also famous I think I like that sort of idea around her too like I'm gonna um, go help the world and do this, but I'm still going to be myself. Um, that's something that I, I strive to, to do at some point or be, I guess, at some point. I yeah. like I'm, I currently try to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think she's my main person I look up to. I don't really look up to anyone in sports per se. I just like watching sports. Yeah. And I have my favorite teams. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think she's my number one. I can't think of anyone else off mm-hmm. the top of my head. What about you? You have anyone you look up to? You can go same thing as me, sports career. Sports. Um, I gotta say, uh, Tim Howard. Uh, from, oh yeah, Tim. Uh, from the soccer team, USA the soccer US team. He was one of the main reasons why I started playing soccer in high school and oh you didn't play before no i didn't play i didn't play before like i would play uh with my church like every weekend but mm. i was just terrible at it and so yeah i was, I was, I was I awful. started really young so i had too much energy as a kid apparently excuse me <laughs> um so i started i started actually playing like when we moved to ohio i think i was like 16 at the time and I don't, I, I don't really tell people this, but I got a a soccer scholarship to play at uh, Notre Dame. Oh, wow. But I want to go back south as soon as I can, so I really didn't want to go. But I'm like, hey, free money, might as well go. But I got a concussion my last uh, game in high school, and so they took away the scholarship because I, I was out for like two months. Really? Yeah. Was it that bad of a concussion? Then? Yeah, I was diving for the ball, and I got kicked like, Oof. Right here. I had a concussion in high school too, but it was head to head. I didn't get kicked, oh. so I can't imagine being kicked in the head. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's not fun, especially if someone's going full force. Well, um, what type? If you don't mind me asking, what type of side effects were you having? I headaches, obviously, dizziness. Yeah. Um, like you couldn't sit through school, or could you? No. I I couldn't. I was I was out for like three weeks. I want to say, and they just send me the homework and stuff, and that mm-hmm. to take makeup tests. Um, I was in the dark all day. Uh, I had to take a leave like every six or eight hours or whatever. Jeez. It was, yeah, it was it was terrible. Did you get a bump on your head or something too? Yeah. Yeah. It was a bump or a dent. I don't know. You had it bad. Jeez, I, I was lucky. If- I didn't have it that bad. Yeah. The only thing I had was my personality changed a little more. I was very talkative. <laughs> um, my, my mom and my brother were like, oh, my God, you wouldn't shut up. I was like, I didn't have a concussion. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but um, that's that sucks. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Um, part of your journey, I guess. Right? Yeah, part of the journey. <laughs> Things probably been a lot different, but I'm glad where I am now. Yeah, I look up to Tim Howard and sports. Yeah, sports-wise, I think that's it. 
I look up to my parents. Um, I look up to my dad more, even though we butt heads a lot. I mean, probably because you guys are like, yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> um, but like he, I consider him like a real success. Um, he's always trying to do something new for his company, for himself, for the family. He's done a great job taking care of us, like making sure we. Like, always had food on the table and things like that. And, yeah, I strive every day to be a little bit more like him. And I know I got a long way, but I'm still working on it. But career-wise, no, I don't look up to him because he does, like, finances and all that. And, like, like, oh, you're on Excel all day. Sounds pretty fun to me. (laughs) Not. Um, I look up to my brother a little bit. Not like a lot. Like he's not the best role model, but he is always. Well, that was a little mean. He's a, he's a good person, but <laughs> but like I like he he's always there if I need someone to like talk to, to vent to, yeah. like. like is he no- older? He's the older, yeah. right? Yeah, he's yeah. the oldest. Well, he's saying thirty. He's old. I'm not. <laughs> um. I was actually telling this to Ada earlier because she was asking questions about a personal statement, like how how did I start it? Mm-hmm. And I told her I started one of my drafts saying how I looked up to Ben Carson. Who, if, if you don't know who that is, he he's one of the he's was the top neurosurgeon in the country, if not the world, and he was the first person to separate conjoined uh, twins at the head. Oh. He was the one that do that. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And so, like reading his book, he talked about how how he was like the dumbest kid in school, and his journey. Like he had trouble like with his family, with his education, yeah. and he found a way, and now he's success. He's successful. You know, that's that's funny that you say that. I feel like a lot of um, people, like uh, my my thing is athletes. A lot of pe- yeah. athletes come from. Oh, I was cut from this. I was cut from this. I, I was told I was too skinny. I was told I was Joe Burrow. I was told I had too small of hands. Mm-hmm. Um, look at Tom Brady back when he was drafted. Like, and now look at them now, and they they've made it. And I think it's interesting that they go from oh, they struggle, struggle, struggle. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the best at this and that. And then I think that grind of I want to be better than this. I want this and like that dedication to it. Um, and the um, let me take what people are saying to me and let me use it to fuel me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting. So I guess Ben Carson, right? Is that his yeah. name? Also had that kind of journey. It's very interesting to see people have those journeys and be like, oh yeah, I was cut. And you're like, you're cut. You're like the greatest person ever. Like you're, you're, you know, yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. Um, I find it just fascinating. That's all. Yeah. Same. Uh, music wise, since you were talking about music, uh, John Foreman, actually, who we're going to see next week. Yeah, I'm excited to see, see him. Uh, for those who don't know, he's the lead singer of Switchfoot, Switchfoot, who's their, uh, Christian band. And I got to see them live, uh, when I was younger in Georgia. And he's actually one of the reasons why I started playing guitar. I used to write, uh, write and record Christian music. And then my friends and I would, uh... Like, we, we would make CDs, and, like, we mm-hmm. would uh, give them out to different churches. 
we played different churches in the southeast but one of my well, my best friend at the time he uh passed away in a motorcycle accident unfortunately so i haven't i decided just to stop after that because like he was also someone i looked up to and everyone looked up to him and he was i love my sister but i always wanted a younger brother and he was the younger brother i always wanted so um but yeah john foreman's uh musically that's who i look up to and also look up to myself believe it or not um which might sound a little cocky but you know i've come i feel like i've came a long way from from like when i moved back to georgia to moving here to moving out which was the biggest risk i've ever taken so mm. let me tell you that story actually um i don't think Otto knows this but so like we were looking at places and that whole the whole summer i was i was jobless actually broke. yeah i was broke i uh were you you were with her right yeah um oh, so but, she was bringing all the money in yeah well she she was uh she was the breadwinner yeah she was the breadwinner <laughs> she was up in uh boston at the time i was oh, with okay. the travel company so i was like in gainesville and jacksonville and then I didn't have any assignments after that because COVID was dying out at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a contract to go to Texas for a month. And I like I packed my bags like I'm getting ready. And as I'm getting ready to go to the airport, they cancel it saying, yeah, like I'm not needed anymore. And it's like, well, there goes my money for I was going to put towards an apartment. Excuse me. And then... I was uh, contemplating with Otto if I should even go to Puerto Rico because I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico at the end of July. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you probably shouldn't go. I'm like, yeah, you're right. But I'm like, you know what? This is this is almost a lifetime trip. I'll figure it out. And I had a great time, but I was also stressing at the end because she was, we were supposed to move in uh, August 1st, but it ended up being August 6th because... Yeah, we're supposed to move in July, but all just roommates. We're supposed to have roommates, but that fell through immensely. And but as uh, Jason and I were driving down to to Fort Lauderdale, because we're we're flying out of there to Puerto Rico, and yeah, that flight's been annoying me too. <laughs> I missed it. Um, as we were driving out of Fort Lauderdale, we got a call from Inspire. Oh. oh, he got he got a call, and then he referred me, and then they called me when we were in Puerto Rico, and then we started the next week, and all of a sudden I got money. <laughs> then, yeah, we're we're living, we're living now. Nice, nice. Um, you look up to yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's good. Um, to uh kind of look where you came from and be like, wow, I did accomplish all these things. Sometimes you don't realize why you're in it, how much you've done and changed as a person. Um, I definitely have done a lot of changing um, and I think is a good way. And I think a lot of things happen for a reason kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, like going away to college was the best thing for me. If I would have stayed here, I probably would have lived at home. I probably would have uh, not been the person I am today kind of thing so um in a way I think you're right we should look up to like ourselves in a way um because you're like wow like can you imagine like being a kid 
and thinking I'm going to be all the way over here. I'm going to be so great. Like as a kid, I would want my little kid self to look up to me now. And I think I would. And so I think, is that kind of how you were yeah. saying you look up to yourself? Okay. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's, it's good to look up to yourself and um, see how far you've come. And how far you're going to go. Gotta yeah, there's so much the more. There's so much more. We're so young. We're, we're, shoot, I just turned 25 and you just turned 27. <laughs> um, there's so much more. Hopefully. Hopefully, God willing. Yes. There's so much more we have to accomplish. Yes, we definitely have a lot more to accomplish. And I believe that is the end of our podcast. But I want to leave you guys with this quote from everyone's favorite DJ, DJ Khaled. You got to water your plants. Nobody can water them for you. <laughs> I feel I like I feel like that's that's spot on to what we're talking about. Like, what if you have cacti and you don't need to water your plants? Okay, so you're one of those people. I love my cacti okay. and succulents. Okay. <laughs> we well, got to put them in the sun or whatever, because no one else is gonna push them into the sun. Okay, fair enough. All right, that's it. You guys know where to follow. Find us on Instagram, TikTok, not Twitter. <laughs> Still banned. Still banned. Probably could be banned forever, but we might take a new one. Who knows? Yeah. At shy with a cup of coffee. I was about to say dot com. Excuse I know. Me. I thought you were going to say dot com for some reason. But if you want to email us, email us for any comments, questions, concerns, or if you want to be a special guest, you can email us at shywithacupofcoffee.com. And fellas, Gabby is 25. Her birthday just passed. Literally. So take her out. Be her boyfriend. Email us. Email her. FaceTime her. Show a good time. (laughs) The time's now. Our time's short. Honestly, if you just feed me, I'll be happy. (laughs) Yes. And, yep, I think that's about it. Once again, I'm Anthony. I'm Gabby. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.